Using a mist of synthetic sweat, the corrosion test exposes strings to elements mimicking a human finger. Over time, excess remains strong, while other strings corrode and become damaged. Testing complete. It's John Bollinger with Premier Guitar. I'm with John Lee Shannon of Circles Around the Sun, playing a very cool, pensive, spacey intro. I love it. <laughs> so, John, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure. Oh, great. Now, this is your first um, first date on this run. You guys are out for doing, I saw every night. Correct. Well, yeah. we have one day off, which is uh, sort of a treat because this is the second run that we've all done together in the last couple months. And the one in September was 12 shows in a row with no day off. Yeah, that's a long 12 days. Yeah, it was yeah. great though. It's so short that it's kind of nice to just keep the momentum going. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, John told me he's, he's touring with just one guitar right now. <laughs> Tell me about this Strat. Yeah, so this is um, relatively new to me. This is a, a custom shop um, Fender 69 Journeyman Relic. Huh. Yeah, so it's basically, you know, an exact recreation of what would be a 1969 Strat. Um, and I think it's just not that relict is the main difference. Yep. You know, it hasn't been dragged behind a truck. Wait till the end of this tour, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can see it's already got a little love on there. Yeah, um, sure. But it's great. I've been really wanting uh, a 69 for a while, and obviously I could never afford a real one. I wouldn't say never. Well, no, maybe, maybe not today. Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, this is great. I love, you know, I love the, the big headstock. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you know, but the, the sweet spot with, with that is, you know, 68, 69. When you've still got you know the, the four bolts right and no truss rod yeah um so it's a really great guitar it's hold on no truss rod i mean there's a uh, sorry no bullet truss yeah yeah rod. yeah go yeah. through that end. heel adjust yeah. yeah um but yeah it's great it's got a great neck um the pickups are really cool they're just whatever was in there when i got it yeah i think there's some fender hand wound 68 things but they're nice and bright I think this is like a Texas special, so it's a little hotter. Yeah. It sounds good. It's real barky, you know, huh. it's not like a tame strat. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful. And you do you use the whammy bar a lot? I do, but not like uh, you know, I don't go to full Jeff Beck territory. Yeah. But um I do have it set to float. Um Lou Feminella, my good buddy in Brooklyn, oh. who works on guitars for me, helped me dial that thing in. Um so yeah, it's set to uh, you know, go up and down. Um, but I just use it, you know, for sure. little things here and there, you know, every once in a while, something a little crazier. But uh, yeah. yeah, I like to have it floating, um, just have the option. Speaking of playing one guitar with a floating bridge on tour, do you worry about breaking strings? Uh, I'm trying not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, the last run we did, I had a different Strat of mine, which is a hardtail. Um, and you know, a little more forgiving, a little more forgiving, but, uh, I mean, again, knock on wood, but I don't really ever break strings. Um, I, I don't play that hard and, you know, I try to 
change them regularly enough. Yeah. What, so what strings do you use? I use um, I usually use just Dario tens. Yeah. Um, but this is actually the first time I've tried the NYXL strings. Right. How do you like them? So far, great. I mean, yeah. I haven't really played a gig with them on this guitar yet, yeah. but they sound and they feel really good. Just yeah. you know, right out of the pack. So right. Right. We'll see. But Long yeah. Long life on those strings. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And you know, I usually don't change strings that often, anyways. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this will just, you know, sweeten the deal even more. Yeah. John, you're a risk taker. I like it. Yeah, I know. Doesn't change strings often. One guitar. Yeah. Well, it's sort of a necessary evil, you know, like I flew in this morning from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I checked this, I checked this, and I carried my, you know, giant suitcase on the plane. And if I could bring a few more guitars, I would. But for now, right. it's the Lone Ranger. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we'll deal with this pedal board you don't want to checking that no fun it was <laughs> kind of scary I, yeah. you see if we flipped it over you see on the case i have all these love notes yeah like, please please yeah. i respect you yeah. i know please. you're doing your job but yeah. please yeah please yeah and please. of course like i checked it in this morning and i was like a little late getting there and, yeah. and like you know i give it to the the lady at the counter and she passes back to the guy <laughs> and as i'm walking away i just hear gung -gung. right i'm like okay we're off to a good start but it survived you see i got the wad zip tied down it's yeah being held hostage good okay well before we jump into this tell me a little bit about this amp okay well this is really exciting because i actually just got this this afternoon really yeah here in nashville from rumble seat oh really yeah so you know part of the logistics thing with this little tour is um you know everybody all these guys are in la yeah and so all their gear came out on pallets yeah. and i don't have an amp out there so i spent the last month trying to find something out there to have Dan or Adam go get it for me and ship it out. It just wasn't working out. So eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to Nashville. I mean, also it took me too long to realize. I was like, if you're gonna go somewhere and buy an amp. Oh, right. <laughs> probably the best place to be. Great Craigslist here, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. Which reminds me, I got a, there's a guy yeah. on Craigslist that I had on standby. <laughs> right. I gotta send him an email, tell him. You're gonna break his heart. Yeah, Derek, if you're watching, I'm sorry. I'm gonna text you in an hour. <laughs> yeah. I still want that Bandmaster though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd just been trolling all the websites of, you know, the various places in town, and I saw this on Rumble Seat, and, you know, just right away the look of it, I was like, Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So what year is it? So I think it's a 68. You know, I saw Bonamassa playing one just like this a while ago. Really? Could be his for all I know. Well, no. <laughs> you know, actually, this is the best part. So I called them last week, and I was like, because they also had a basement that I was looking at, and, yeah. it, and it sold, and I was pretty upset about it. So this was my second choice. And I called them last week and I was like, hey, I want that amp, you know, like, I'm going to put a deposit on it. Yeah. So I put a deposit on it and just hoped for the best. And I went there today to play it and I plugged in and it was exactly what I wanted it to be. The best part was they were like, yeah, this is on consignment from Tom Bukovac. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, box it up. Yeah. Let's go. Because that was the other thing is like, this is amazing. But like, you know, you never know if it's been sitting in somebody's dad's basement for 40 years or something. Right, right. So it's the, it's the sun. 100s that's it 100s which is you know they only made a couple amps in this era i guess but this was the guitar version and the bass version is 200s and i think the only real difference dan actually has a couple of them not here but the only difference i think is just that this has reverb and you know tremolo both of which you've left off which i've left <laughs> off but they actually i mean you know it's kind of that ampeg thing but yeah. they actually sound you know they sound pretty cool actually like <laughs> It's not, uh, it's not the worst sounding. Yeah, no, cool. The tremolo's got like a weird kind of thing happening too. Oh, yeah. 
totally passable. Oh yeah, good for spy sounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I have uh, you know the pedal, which is nice to turn on and off. So very cool. Yeah. So in two fifteens. Two fifteens, which uh, they said are Fender JBLs D one forties, which I believe them. I haven't opened it up to look, but. If you look through the grill, the dust cap looks a little different. So I'm not sure if it's just been reconed or changed out, or maybe they just don't have that, you know, the JBLs yeah. always have that silver dust cap on right. them. Right, but over the past, what, uh, how long is that, like 53 like years, yeah. 50, maybe things have changed. Maybe, but I mean, more importantly, <laughs> it sounds great. And again, like if, and even um, more importantly, Bukovac it looks cool. It, it, that's, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like I told these guys, because they were like, are you sure? Like, you think, because I, I hadn't played it or anything. And I was like, honestly, unless it sounds like total trash, yeah. I'm just going to get it. Because yeah. it looks great. And yeah. when you got to compete with right. that, yeah. you can't. Uh, the, last this, run, yeah, yeah. the last run was on the West Coast, and I just flew out and borrowed one of Dan's Princetons. And I felt like you know oh. just real challenged up there with little princeton oh how emasculating <laughs> a, monk. a tiny, yeah, yeah. A tiny it was really bumming me out especially like people would come out you know and be like oh man you know like dudes in different towns would be like adam nice man what do you got over there dan looking good and then i just have like a new princeton and they're like cool man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so we had to go uh, vertical yeah okay good but good. yeah it's just big and clean which is you know that's kind of the um you know the neil sort yeah. of lineage, the legacy of this band is like, that was kind of his thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. the Jerry sort of big yeah. clean sound. And this really does it. I don't know what it is about big amps, but it just sounds different. Like a big amp on three just sounds so much different than a small amp on three. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this has it, it's got a little hair and, you know, say a prayer, it doesn't blow up anytime in the next two weeks, but. Yeah. <laughs> Although if it blows up, now's the time to do it so you can bring it back to Rumble Seat tomorrow. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're actually leaving from here in two weeks, so yeah. I'll come back and say, hey, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, well, yeah, it looks great. Good luck on this maiden voyage. Thank you. Now let's talk about uh, the mothership here. Yeah, I know. This is the mothership. So this is kind of a work in progress. I, um, I've been tweaking this over the last five or six weeks in between these two runs because uh, I had a, another board for the last one and it had a lot of the same stuff but you know you get out there and you're like okay this is working this isn't yeah and um, so it's still kind of evolving you can see I'm probably not going to win any awards for cable job of the year but um, no totally I mean it's it's clean it yeah. really looks good yeah, yeah it's uh, once I get everything sorted it'll be strapped in and unable to go anywhere but yeah so this is um this is the board this is uh i took a lot of sort of inspiration from neil's setup right um i mean even down to some specific pedals just because they're such great sounding things well and if you want to reference that um look at our uh chris robinson brotherhood uh rig rundown yeah. from a few years ago where you can see neil's actually very similar board yeah very similar the looper is uh, a big thing but um i'll just go through it yeah 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 let's hear so uh you run a run a curly quarter inch curly love that cord, straight yeah. in this is a lava cable which i've had for probably five years now and it still sounds great yeah got yeah. your money's worth i know so yeah got the curly cable and it goes right into the side here and then first thing is this lovely jam waco i love it yeah which i just got actually i had really wanted one um but they make them now but they've changed the the finish oh and the current finish i mean i love jam but the current finish is 
so weird looking. Right. I just couldn't get into it. So I, I actually sent him an email because they used to make one similar to this and they don't anymore. And they're on reverb for, you know, $600. God. So I sent him an email and said, hey, do you have any of the old ones? And they said, no, but we just finished this one, which is like a custom shop thing. And you can have that one. So I uh, bought it and they sent it over. And I, I just got it. I haven't really even used it yet. But, you know, everybody, um, Jim Campolongo is a friend of mine in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's not, he's the opposite of this. He has no effects. Yeah. And a Princeton. He's a Princeton. Yeah. yeah. He's a Telly and a Princeton guy. <laughs> yeah. But the one thing that he does love is this wah. And really? so he's uh, raved about it a lot. And a lot of other people have too. And it's just, um, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It just like, uh, it's not a tone sucker and it has that nice sweep and it has this knob, you can adjust it. I'm gonna get to know it over this run really, but uh, I'm excited to have it because you know, Adam's got a wah on his clavinet and it just sounds so funky. Yeah. So I'm psyched about that and uh, best part is it works with fuzzes. Ooh. So you can put it, um, this is a pretty easy going fuzz anyways, but you can work with that and it, and it works out. So that's the first thing. And then from there it goes into this looper which is a road rage thing, which I directly stole from Neil. Um, and it's, it's great, it's beautiful. Uh, and it goes into the input. And then first thing is this tuner, Sonic Research. I've had that thing for a long time. Works great, always super in tune. And then that's just a mute. And then the first loop is this compressor, which is the pale green, which is a Neil pedal. Right. And funny enough, I was looking for one and I found a guy on Reverb selling this older model. And I messaged him about it, asking what version it was. And he wrote back and he was like, I'm not sure. Neil Casal turned me on to this pedal. And I was like, okay, <laughs> there we go. I'll take it. Meant so, to be. Yeah, so it's a really good compressor. It's simple, you know, which is like, uh, the thing with that is um, it, much like Neil, like when it comes to that stuff, if it's too complicated, it starts to really confuse me. So this one, you know, you can see you just set it basically at noon and adjust the compression and it just levels everything out, especially with like a big amp like this. Yeah. Kind of shaves off some of that. Uh, unruly stuff. So that's the first thing and that's kind of an always-on dude. And then it goes into this fuzz which is a um, Super Hornet by Greer. Oh, which sure. is really cool because it, uh, it has an octave function but you can set it to be either always-on or you can use this like momentary switch. Oh cool. Yeah so you know it does the yeah. <laughs> the noisy fuzz thing. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds uh, Cool. So it's cool to be able to turn it on and off, and um, it has like a boost too, I think, when you hit the octave, it adds a few dBs. So that's good for that stuff. Yeah, um, very cool. And then we go into this rubber chicken, which is an envelope filter. Oh, wow. Which sounds really good. Um, yeah, let's hear that. Yeah, so that's, uh, you know. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, cool. it's good. It's uh, it's it's not too it's not too much. You know, it sounds pretty organic. Um, <clears throat> then it goes to this Plainsman, which is another pedal I stole from our friend Neil. This is a cool clean boost, uh, which I just basically have set at Unity, and it's cool because um, you know a lot of the times I'm just playing clean in this band. <laughs> But this, uh, it doesn't make it louder, not how I have it set anyways. <clears throat> it just makes it a little hairier. Mm -hmm. 
which is nice. It's yeah. just a really little bit of punch when you need it. Um, so that's a cool one for solos and stuff. And then I have this Honey Beast, uh, which is an overdrive. And it's pretty mild. Yeah, it's like a medium gain thing. Love that. Yeah, it's cool. It's really loud. Like you can see I have the volume turned down. Um, it's a very loud pedal and it can really be like an always on beastly sort of thing. Yeah. But I just have it for a little, a little extra. <clears throat> and then, uh, let's see. Oh, then we go to this, which I just got. I'm really excited about. Um, you probably know about these, but this is just your every <clears throat> everyday ordinary. Yeah, I love it. Vibe pedal, so it does the, uh, the Gilmore thing. Yeah. I'm a big Gilmore fan, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, so that right. is a really right. good, that's a really good sounding uh, version of that. Um, and this had that, this big guy that you ever kick it with your foot and be able to move yeah, it while, yeah. while going? I haven't yet, but this is, you know, this is the, the rate or whatever, yeah. so. Cool. Yeah, it's really 3D sounding. I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, definitely be having some fun with that. And then uh, we go to this tremolo, which is a really good sounding tremolo pedal from Walrus. Um, and what's cool about this pedal is it sounds great just as a regular tremolo, uh, but I actually have it set, you can adjust the wave shape. So you can do just like a sine wave, which sounds like a regular tremolo, but you can also, there's a few, I don't even know what some of them are, but I have it set on like a square wave. And if you turn the depth way up and use the tap, you can do some really cool like gated sounding stuff like. Sort of thing you can get you can get pretty wild so yeah like scary movie sounds yeah exactly and it has a really good harmonic tremolo on it too so cool. i really like that pedal uh and then it goes into like some delays which um again i just sort of borrowed from our buddy but uh i have two i have this bell epic which is like a slapback sort of thing how i have it set anyways sort of thing yeah it sounds good and it, that pedal does a lot of stuff and it does it all really well but I just I'm using it for that now and then this echo rec which is the longer thing which is the you know again the sort of Floyd thing yeah uh, but that sounds really good for big solos and that kind of thing uh, and then this Lex is a uh, Leslie simulator a rotary speaker thing so you know really good for that but then it has this slow and fast switch so you can also put it slow and it does a really good yeah. does the uh, George Harrison thing really well and I love the way those ramp up it's not like an immediate fast, I know, immediate slow. I know. It's like you can kind of see that Leslie yeah going up to speed yeah I love doing that like uh, just you know playing yeah. whatever get into Frampton zone or right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is Frampton that's zone. That's it, but yeah, that's a really cool pedal. Um, I use that one all the time. And then last but not least is just this good old reverb. It's the Topanga by, also by Cattle and Bread. 
and uh, I found this cool wood version, which I really like. I like wood. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's a really good sounding reverb pedal. I've tried a lot of reverb pedals and most of the time they're kind of disappointing. Sure. You know, they, they all sound sort of just like a reverb pedal. But this one, uh, I mean, you probably, you can sort of not even tell it's on until it's not on. You know, real dry and then. Yeah. Just a little space in there. So that's a really cool pedal too. Yeah, so as big as this is, it really isn't that much stuff. No, I, I mean, I don't think so. This is, and you know, for me, this is more, I mean, this is all kind of inspired by, by this band and, yeah. this, and this gig. You know, I spent the last like five years just really working with singers, you know, right. and doing a lot of like roots and like Americana stuff. And, you know, in that world, it's like a Telecaster, Fender amp. Sure. Maybe, you know, two or three pedals, but that's about it. And, and so... You, you, in this band, you all just stretch, right? Yeah. It just goes. Yeah, that's kind of the whole idea is it's really meant to just be this sort of like bubbling, you know, ongoing thing. Do you have a, do you have a set list or is it like a... Yeah, usually. I mean, <clears throat> Do you know how long songs will go or is it just no. like... Okay. No, not really. That's the thing is, uh, especially on the last run, you know, we'd make a set list and we'd pretty much stick to it mostly because, you know, these guys have been playing together for a really long time, but this is, you know, tonight's probably our 20th show together, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, a set list is a nice thing to at least have as a sure. little net. So you know what key you're <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I mean, lengthwise, um, some of the songs, I mean, I remember on the last run, uh, there were a couple nights where we'd literally finished the first song and you know in my head i would kind of come back to earth and be like wow that was cool and then i'd be like wait that was the first song yeah <laughs> like emotionally i was like at the end of the set right. so yeah they really some of them uh can really stretch out and and segue into each other and that sort of stuff That's so great. yeah so it's it really helps to have these options i think you know i understand why neil went this way too because yeah. it really is sort of part of the deal with this music you know sure. it's, this band is like um it's about colors and textures and stuff yeah. you know less about like virtuosic solos and like you know big peaks and things like that it's more just about these you know different like tapestries and things so you know that's makes sense when you look at Adam's setup and Dan's right. setup it's kind of all in that same vein it's cool too the way you guys will hand it over to Adam he'll kind of do a thing that's very subtle when he comes down and yeah it's dynamic and yeah then, then it raises the roof totally and, yeah know. it's it's all uh it's about um it's really about the interplay, which is right. something I'm still, you know, learning the language of with these guys. But that's that's the the most fun thing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, John, uh, congratulations on the gig. Thank you so much. Uh, have a great tour, and uh, thanks for joining us. Okay, now I'm with Dan Horn. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Hey, let's hear about this very cool bass. All right, this is a 1978. Alembic Series 1. Um, How cool, man. Yeah. Those are really kind of the first guys doing like custom basses back in the day. Yeah, yeah, totally. With the exotic woods. Right. You know, like splitting. They call this a hippie sandwich. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Got in the, just, okay, let's start with the crazy Kay. cable that the, that most will not understand. Yeah, it's not as complicated as you might think. It's it's an active base, okay. so it's power. Okay. It supplies power through this little box here, so I don't have to use batteries. But you oh. can use batteries, 
it still has a regular jack here, but it's, it's in place of batteries, but then also each pickup has its own output on there. Oh, but I don't wow. use, um, you can also, this switches the pickups too. So if you just use one, the base output, it, it's a mono output. Oh, okay. So it sums it. So I'm not actually using both. I use both pickups, but I'm not using like them separately. Sure. Yeah. Okay, and then let's get into these mystery switches over here. Okay. Honestly, I don't use them that much. <laughs> it's a filter, and it has a Q on it. Oh. This is the Q. So you can almost make it sound like a wah. Really? But I don't, I mean, I pretty much just leave it on the wider cue and, um, and uh, turn it all the way up. That's okay. my vibe. Same with like this pickup. I use mostly the um, neck pickup. And then um, you can, you know, that's like the full sound. Got to lay on it. And then, uh, yeah, you know, but it's got the bridge pickup, which is not even working right now, so never mind. <laughs> well, it's yeah. a very old bass. Yeah. That's what happens. No, it's probably... But it sounds great with that neck pickup. What else do you need? It's yeah, awesome. exactly. And I love it's got the brass nut. That's so cool. I know, cool. yeah. And they, they make these, apparently, you know, one one of a, each one is, like, handmade. They're not made on, like, a machine. So right. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. great. Have you company. had it a long time? Yeah, I've had it maybe eight years, eight oh. years, something like that. I got it on Craigslist, you know, as you do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. But uh, I'm actually, I've built, developed a relationship with the Alembic people. They're so cool. Oh. They're amazing. They're in Santa Rosa, and um, they just built me another base, so they're, oh, that's they're, great. they're the best. I bet they love seeing their old stuff out there. Yes, I think so. They're very supportive. They're yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, that, okay, that's beautiful. But that's just part of this weird equation you've got going. So let's talk a little bit about your amp okay. and these cabs. Mm. All right. Yeah, I mean, these are kind of got the same, you know, it's like a, there's a Grateful Dead history going on here yeah. with the Lembic who worked, who was building, you know, the Wall of Sound and stuff. Sure. So these are like kind of copies of the Wall of Sound. Yeah. But they're later, they're bag end. Uh, you know, Bag End started making these, and then I wanted more, so I made two two more. These are my friend built these like oh, cabinets to basically. Yeah, I just had him copy these. Oh, great! Because I thought it'd be cool. Yeah, God, it looks great. And then um, the speakers are cool. They're Weber's. Oh yeah. Which they're great. Love company. Weber speakers. Yeah, they're so cool. Yeah. And they're they're super nice. And I I was like, hey, is there any any way you could put an aluminum dust cap on your 15-inch bass speaker? They were like. That would be sick. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. And so I ordered, I have six of them. That's great. Yeah. And Ted Weber's so cool. He's I just know. right in Kokomo, Indiana, yep. knocking these out one at a time. I know. Actually, one time I was on a tour and I needed a couple, and he was like, it was like a Sunday or something, and he's like, I'm out at a bar. I think it was St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> like, I'm at a bar. Come yeah. get him here. And I met him at a bar. And, in, oh, really? in Indianapolis. Oh, really? Yeah, he's Perfect. the coolest. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Okay, the 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 cabs are very cool. Now, what is driving these? What's okay, we got another Alembic, I, the, uh, Alembic FX1 preamp, which is like it's like a Fender. Uh, I think it's a, I want to say it's a Bandmaster preamp, just a 112 AX7. Yeah. And then I'm running that into this brand Crown. spanking new Crown. 
Guitar Center Special. Really? Nothing fancy. I got it because it's high powered and it's lightweight, you know, Class D sure. amp. And I was didn't know how it sound. I had a bunch of like old, you know, um, Hafflers and I had like a Trace Elliott and I, but I wanted to make it light, more lightweight. So and honestly, it sounds really good. I'm just, I was like, whoa, that sounds great. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with the lightweight vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So. Okay. Well, that's that's easy. Now that's the last uncomplicated part of this. Yeah. Because uh, the uh, rest, when we get into effects, it gets a little more complex. What? You've got a floorboard yeah. MIDI controller, and what all are you running? Well, the main thing, I just wanted it to be all racked up so I could, like, have it. I'm trying to, like, you know, roll consolidate, in. roll it in. This thing's so cool. It's just a MIDI, MIDI switcher and then, you know, relays in that little box. So it keeps the signal path analog and just then I don't have to have the pedal board out here. Yeah. So what all pedals do you have? Now, on the floor, you've got this Morley that you're going into first. Yep. What is that? It's just your basic fuzz wah. Let's hear that thing. It's on 10. Uh, well, of Let's course. turn it down a little bit. How else would you say? Intensity. <laughs> the intensity is a little high. Yeah. You know, I like I love Cliff Burton. Sure. What's Everybody up loves Cliff Burton and that's kind of like the newer version of the old one he used. Yeah. And it's so cool with the, you don't have to click it on and stuff. Yeah. Great. Love yeah, that the pedal. old ones were huge. Yeah. Yeah. They sound good, but oh, yeah, yeah now good. you got that in a smaller sure. package, a little more convenient. Yeah, probably cleaner too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so, and then in the rack, what's all um, in there? Let's see, I'm, it's not too complicated. I got the MXR carbon copy, you oh, know. Oh, let's hear that. With fuzz. That's not it. That, oh, that's flanger. See, this is kind of cool. So, like, you know, you click it once, you got delay. And then click it again, and, it, and I, I have it so it turns the flanger on with the delay. Oh, that's great. No. And it's, um, the flanger is a boss, the purple one. Okay. Love that. Love that guy. The purple one in the comments somewhere will list what that is. The purple flanger, one. FL. Yeah. FL. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just no, BF2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's, I think it's an older one. I'm not super stickler about like getting the old Japanese ones, but they are sure. cool when you have the, the yeah. real one, you know? Well, a two is probably pretty early. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, then what's, uh, what's oh, next? Okay, I got a, um, so we saw the flanger, carbon copy. I got my small stone, which I, I was on a phaser quest. I go on little quests. Sure. Phaser quest. The cool thing, if you try, I've tried every phaser, like, because that sure. one's so cool, but it's big, right? So yeah. it takes up a lot of space. So I was trying to find something else, but nothing else cuts the bass frequencies like this one. Hear how it, like, pulsates in the low. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then it also gets a little weird high-pitched sound. Yeah. The it's, wiggle. Uh, it's, it's got really, the wiggle and the pulse. It's kind of percussive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just like to turn that on to like mess with people's yeah. brains. Like right. one, some, one time somebody was like, at one point I, there was, I thought I heard a helicopter hovering over your <laughs> stage was at a festival. 
And I'm like, but there wasn't a helicopter there. Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah. And I think it was that. Yeah, it was a small stone. Anyway, it's more of a weird, I, it's, I use it more for weirdness yeah. than like during a song. Yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah, so that's, there's some other stuff that I don't have plugged in right now, but that's about it. Yeah. And then, oh, well, this is very important. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's hear about this. The space drum uh, and uh, going into a memory man. Oh, okay, so it's... Yeah. So that's a... So what is this, actually? This is like... Space drum. Wow. <laughs> so that's an electroharmonic space drum. Yeah. That's running into a, a memory man. Yep, mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's just like... Hype, hype machine, get the crowd going, that right. kind of thing. You know, yeah. you can, it's, it's, I just love this thing. It's all over our album, too. That's great. Oh, that's yeah. great. It's, it's velocity, you know, touch sensitive, so however yeah. hard you hit it is like. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I love, I love that thing. Yeah. And then the Memory Man classic. I just, I'm a bit of a, you know. It matches. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Well, Dan, thanks so much for joining us yeah. and letting us see inside the uh, the crazy workshop. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. I love it. I'm yeah. glad you guys are interested. Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> this stuff. And more importantly, all these uh, all these nerds out here love this stuff. Yes. Good. <laughs> Look, I know you got a sound check, uh, so we'll get out of your way. Till next time.